three-time NHRA Funny Car Champion and two-time winner for the 2023 season in that funny car is Matt Hagen. And he drives a green car. You heard a little discussion about the last segment. He joins us now in the Freak Nation. But really, it's about that body on Matt Hagen. Watch this. Matt Hagen grabbing the first win of the year in the NHRA Funny Car class, joining us here in the Freak Nation. But Hagen, the big story for us wasn't the win. It was that picture of your happy ass all bulked up on Instagram, bro. Holy smokes, my man. You're throwing some hay bales around. Oh, man. Well, you know, it's like anything. You know, uh, I'm a big guy to do what I do, so I try to get as lean as I can. And, you know, I'm already six foot tall, and the chassis you know, not to get any taller either. So um, it's just like anything. You know, the crew chief, they add some stuff here and there, and the start car starts getting heavy. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. I try to do all I can, but I'm still big boy, you know what I mean? And I like to eat, and I never miss no meals, so – you know, it's kind of one of them things where I'm just loving life and enjoying it, and uh, we're turning some wind lights on along the way. That's where I was going with this, man. You, the more bulk you put on, doesn't it jack with the weight of the car where you got to start pulling weight somewhere? Well, you know, I think if you talk to my crew chief, he would say absolutely, you know, but we make 11,000 horsepower, 80,000 foot-pounds of torque, and I've never had a crew chief come and so like, well, we're out of power, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you know, I, I call it traction control where, you know, when the car launches, I plant the rear end over top of the tire, you know what I mean? So it, uh, it kind of sticks the tire a little bit more. So that's, that's my two cents on it as far as how I'm able to get away with being so big and driving all these things and still winning races and setting world records and turning wind lights on. Yeah, but let's talk about this honestly because people want to say things when they see pictures like that, mostly from jealousy. We've watched you do this, though, over, I think, at least 10 years. This is not an overnight success story by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, honestly, I was kind of, you know, you put stuff out there just to kind of show your progress and different things like that. And, and obviously, you're going to have, you know, people that, that come from, you know, hate. or. But I was on my pages. They were all pretty supportive. And, you know, it's one of those things where I really, uh, you know, it, it's cool to have a great fan base and a lot of folks supporting you and standing behind what you're doing. And, you know, for me, it's just one of those things where, I've been super heavy and, and kind of small, and then you kind of find I'm a happy medium in between there. And I'm just living life and enjoying myself, and uh, blessed I get to drive one of these cars. They, these guys put such a fast race car underneath me every weekend, and it's just, you know, my, my crew chief, I told him the other day, I said, dude, you impress me every time I show up to a racetrack. There's something new you figured out, something that we've done that no one else is doing. I mean, he designed our chassis for the last couple of years, and everybody laughed at him at DSR when he was doing that. And then, you know, everybody wanted one. And so then Don started selling some of the chassis to everybody and different things like that. So we have a new kind of like Gen 2, what I would call chassis. And it's just uh, the car's just working great. Dickie Venables is just a, a, a smart, smart guy. And I'm so blessed to have him in my corner. My guys do such a great job. And, and at TSR, man, you know, Tony really cares about his people. And, you know, to have guys to come back year to year is unheard of. We didn't have a single guy that we lost this year. So that says a lot about Tony and what he's doing here for our guys and support and everything like that. So uh, it's a pleasure to work for Tony. Not losing somebody in the offseason is ginormous in the motorsports industry. It's Tony, but it's also you. It's Leah. It's the crew chiefs. Explain why your group is so good to work with. Well, like Tony says, one team, all team, right? Like, it, you know, we really care about this as a unit, like one good unit, uh, one family unit, you know, and put it in perspective. So I had a, um, my car chief, his kid was in ICU and Tony put him on his plane and flew him home to make sure he could be with his family. You know, I mean, that's just the type of guy he is. And it just, you know, people, they, they, they see that. And, it, you know, he, he comes back and he's like, I work for this guy forever. You know what I mean? Just so stuff like that goes a long ways, but that's the type of guy Tony is. I mean, he just, 
just a good dude and you want to win for him because you know his accolades and everything he's done but then you want to drink beer with him afterwards because he's a good guy you know so it's just uh I, i'm excited to be in this environment everybody's showing up to work everybody's happy everybody's you know coming to work with uh, with you know ambition and drive and work ethic and and they're just getting stuff done and it's just it's a nice fresh change out here what shortened the learning curve for you and leah with a new team because the learning curve is tough was it the veteran leadership of this team well i think you know tony gave us the parts and pieces and there was no question about hey can we get this or should we get this he's like what does it take to win here's what it is he's like that guy wants to win. You know what I mean? He cares more about the trophy than he does a check, you know? So he just, it's just that that's his mentality is to win. And for him to crawl under the car and pump you up and he's like, Hey man, let's go do driver stuff. You know what I mean? Like that fires me up. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that type of mentality goes a long ways and there is a transition with changing leaders and different things like that. But I think we were kind of expected to win because we kept our crew together from DSR. I mean, I won several championships with this team here and, you know, so you're expected to kind of hit the ground, but, you know, when you have a new boss, you, you're not really you're still figuring all that out. You know, how's this guy going to be? Is he you know going to come in and, and be upset or is he OK with this? And and Tony just been great, man. I mean, honestly, he's just been a great guy to work for. Um, very proud to know him. And he's, you know, a guy that you consider your friend is just he just it, it's cool. The history of green race cars and the superstition when Mopar Direct Connection rolled in and said, baby, Matt, it's going to be a green race car. Come on. Did you not have any inhibitions at all? The thought definitely crossed my mind, right? Like, oh, green's bad luck and, and drag racing or any racing period, right? But I think Force put that that's, that kind of superstition to bed winning 16 world championships. And, you know, he's got more. I guess I got I got I, that win right there, the 44th win, put me as a fourth time all winning this driver in, in HRA. And then you got um, Robert and then you got Caps and then you have Force. And no one's ever going to catch Force. And Force has got it. He's green race car forever. So I think that puts it to bed about green not being bad luck. I don't mean to be rude by asking this, but how old are you? Oh, gosh, I just turned 40. Okay. How old is Force? He's like 100. <laughs> you can still catch his record, dude. I don't know. We're going to try. Put it that way. You know, we uh, we have a great car and great team here. But, you know, Force is he's, he's the GOAT, right? Like He's done it all, you know, and he's won 16 world championships. So um, it's just so competitive nowadays. And I think, like, that, that dominance of running away with something for 10 years, it will never happen in this sport. I mean, they got our parts and pieces cut down to where, you know, you can't do anything on these cars now. And that's why so many cars are so competitive. So I think the the years of going out here and outspinning and outrunning everybody are, are gone, you know. So I think that, you know, it's, it's always going to be a kind of a shuffle towards the end of the year of who's going to be the champion. Go back 10-ish years or so ago. It is so much more competitive now. You see that as a driver. I'm sure your crew guys see it. Like you said, parts and pieces. What else has changed over the maybe the last decade or more? Well, you know, I mean, obviously, the NHRA is trying to make it more affordable for the teams to come out here and do this and have more cars out here and available and stuff like that. So I, I think the, the R&D has kind of slowed down a little bit. There's just not much that we can do. Honestly, you know, when we pitched the headers back and we we're running close to 340 miles an hour, they were like, no, nah, man, that's that's, you know, for the length of distance that we have to shut down and the way these tracks were built when we were trying to run 200 miles an hour, now we're over 300 miles an hour. I, I understand there's a safety side of that. So there's a lot of things that go into play, but I think that if anything, they're trying to make us go a little slower than faster, you know? So, uh, but that also makes it a lot more competitive and a lot more people can race at that. Those, you know, they're not having to tear the parts up as much to do that kind of stuff. So uh, it, it's good and bad. It, for me, it's bad because I want to drop, you know, drop in that, that funny car and 
put my mouthpiece in and haul ass and go as fast as I possibly can. Funny car pilot Matt Hagen joining us here in Lucas Oil Studios. What are you benching? Not enough. <laughs> Never enough. You know, I'm. What's your maximum? Come on, man. Man, I'm old. Honestly, I, I quit. I quit like throwing it up there a long time ago. I was trying to, you know, do heavy weights. I do like five to six re uh, sets of, you know, like fifteen to twenty reps nowadays. You know what I mean? It's like you're still getting that, that muscle hypertrophy and the the blood in there, but it's just, man, that the idea of just throwing crazy amounts of weight on there and doing it, it hurts right now, man. My my elbows and ankles and wrists and everything else hurt just thinking about that. So. Um, it's been a long time since we loaded up the bar and did anything crazy like that. Pound for pound. And this is a serious question. It's not going to sound like it is, but pound for pound, who's better in the weight room? You or your teammate, Leah Brooke? Because she's pretty much a badass too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that she's, you know, in the gym working out all the time. She's lean. She's fit. She's in shape. Uh, you know, and it, you have to do that. I mean, I wish I weighed 100 pounds too. You know what I mean? But those days will never happen. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, pound for pound, I'll probably, I'll take, I'll take her over me. She's she's married. Listen, she's married to smoke. She's got to take her anger out on something, right? <laughs> oh, man, they're a great couple together. No, I mean, we had dinner last night and, uh, you know, just got to hang out. And it's cool just to kind of get away from everybody and just just kind of like, you know, let everybody just just be them, you know, without having to really talk a lot of racing or behind the scenes stuff. You know, just kind of get to figure out, you know, everybody and what they're doing and just just be real people, you know. Matt Hagen here in the Freak Nation. Always fantastic. Thank you, man. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate the love. Thank you to your fans that follow. Without them, we can't do what we do because they go out and support the brands and, the, and not just our sponsors, but everybody's sponsors out here. So uh, really, when you look at that shelf and you make a decision, think about what we're doing out here, and we really appreciate it. Freak Nation, if you're watching on Mav TV, that was Matt Hagen here in the Freak Nation three times. NHRA champion here in the Freak Nation, showing his bod.